My grandfather, great uncle, would always say, one man makes a difference. And I always believe that. But again, having access and having people to give you access to really what's there. That's to food, that's to everyday living, to actually be able to be healthy. Access, not aftermath, but access. But if you're more conscious about what you're eating and you have the resources available to make those conscious choices, uh, then you, you have a whole different mindset about food. And you may even have a whole different relationship with food. Across the country, more than 23 million people live in communities with food chains and convenience stores, but with limited access to fresh, healthy food. To us at Whole Cities Foundation, proper food access means fresh, healthy food options are affordable, high quality, familiar, and safely accessible close by. It also means that this access is for the long term and that community members have a say in the sources of this produce. There are many barriers that prevent this access, including a lack of affordability, quality, safety, and transportation. But they all lead back to fundamental inequalities that persist in our country. So what happens when everyone has a seat at the fresh, healthy food table? For Dr. Cindy Ayers-Elliott in Jackson, Mississippi, action needed to be taken for her to find out. While there were food banks distributing food to her community, Cindy had a goal of establishing long-term access to healthy food by meeting people where they were. Welcome to Footprint Farms. I'm Cindy Ayers, the CEO of a 68-acre urban farm right in the heart of the city of Jackson. And I'm almost 10 years old as it relates to being able in farming. This is my second career. My first was an investment banker out of New York where I actually did a lot of banking throughout the country and internationally as well, working with other communities, working with other governments to help do economic development. So for me, whole cities came in as a support when we first got started. And what I was doing then was called Farm to Faith, which is still my CSA, my community supported ag. And the Farm to Faith concept was to actually grow food and get it into churches and to people who couldn't have access. So long before they were talking about food deserts, we were actually looking at it just as a community need. Said, you know, this is needed. And looking at the statistical data for the state of Mississippi, the hypotheses of the problem was already identified. It was health. It was diabetes and hypertension and high blood pressure and heart disease and obesity. So the problem had been identified or the problems So now my conclusion was, what can I do to impact or to just take a little bite of this this elephant? My grandfather, great uncle, would always say, one man makes a difference. And I always believe that. But again, having access and having people to give you access to really what's there. And that's to food, that's to just everyday living, to actually be able to be healthy. Access, not aftermath, but access. And to me, that's the best part of life. And my grandfather would say, to be like an old refrigerator. I said, what does that mean? He says, don't hold nothing. You can't keep anything. Everything got to go out. Tell everything you know, but tell it correct. So I try to be that refrigerator that can't hold anything. I want to tell everything. I want to show them. I want them to see that it can be done. And you don't, you can need a pot. You know, give me a coffee can and I'll show you how to grow in that coffee can. Something that helps sustain life. So that's, that's, that's the part of it. It's that access to that knowledge and resources. You got to have the resources. 
Since its inception in 2014, Whole City's foundation has partnered with communities to increase access to fresh, healthy food and nutrition education. Through a community-led approach, Whole Cities offers grants to nonprofits with food access projects like urban farms, mobile markets, and community gardens, which provide fresh, affordable produce close to home. Whole Cities champions projects that nurture people's power to grow food and expand the range of fresh produce available in their neighborhoods. In Newark, New Jersey, we have a similar story. In Tobias Fox's community, there were few places to buy high-quality, affordable produce. Like in Jackson, Mississippi, food banks were distributing food, but Tobias wanted to do his part to establish accessibility and create lasting change. So he adopted a vacant lot, created a community garden, and launched Newark Science and Sustainability. Here's Tobias on food access. I really didn't have any interest in agriculture. My family is from North Carolina. It wasn't like into farming. They were all laborers. And so home ownership was far more important to us than land ownership. But I did grow up in a household of 16. And so food insecurity was at the top of our list. There were many nights when we just didn't have any food to eat. I would come home from school and to find out that the lights were turned off or the water was turned off. And so I experienced every issue related to poverty that you can imagine. And I would have to steal out of grocery stores for food and stuff like that. But nothing during that experience kind of triggered to me saying, hey, one day I'm going to be a farmer or food access is going to be something that's really highly important to me in the future. From my experience growing up, having first hands with poverty is that, you know, you're looking to get full. You don't, you're not going to just make a distinction between, hey, let me get this bag of apples over anything that's not healthy for me in the store. Your first instinct is what's going to feed the family, what's going to be enough to feed the family, plentiful enough to feed the family, and then will it get us full? So a lot of times you're just going to take in items that has no nutritional value or doesn't even have a nutritional balance in it. But if you are more conscious about what you're eating and you have the resources available to make those conscious choices, then you have a whole different mindset about food. And you may even have a whole different relationship with food. And I'm not saying that everyone that has access to resources or have money eat healthy. That's just not true. But it allows you to have a much better choice. And so when you have a person that's living in poverty, their choices are very much restricted than someone who isn't experiencing that. And so with food access, really it's about allowing people to have those choices to make more healthier choices because education has to be attached to that as well, right? I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. And so education definitely has to be a part of that. And there needs to be a massive re-education process going on throughout our entire country. But food access, we should never leave out nutrition education because it goes hand in hand. You know, you can't have wellness without nutrition education. The types of nonprofit organizations Whole Cities supports are all about increasing long-term access to fresh, healthy food by strengthening the community's local food system. Sometimes these are urban farms, community gardens, or mobile markets. But they are always locally led with strong community support. They're not about food donations or redistribution like food banks. 
While we cheer those organizations on as well, our focus is on supporting homegrown solutions that are sustainable over the long haul, even if food donations disappeared. Our grants are determined by community members because we want to change the power dynamics of philanthropy. And we recognize the ability communities have to determine their own path to healthy food access. We also prioritize grassroots organizations because we know the strongest solutions come from local leaders with deep community support. These organizations are often left out of funding opportunities because of philanthropy's miscalculation of risk and preference for supporting larger, well-resourced, and well-connected organizations. When an organization is awarded a grant from Whole Cities Foundation, a big corporation doesn't come to town and start bossing people around. Whole Cities Foundation works directly with communities to support their existing operation and provide them with funds to achieve their goals of food accessibility. Here's Cindy and Tobias to shed a little more light on their experiences. Whole Cities Foundation was my, oh my gosh, it was the beacon of light that came in during the time when I was really just getting my feet off the ground. So starting that from the beginning with them, being able to, the funds that they were able to give to the farm, we actually put it into equipment and into some promotions and was able to take that equipment that we got to help other farmers with, to show them that you know, this is another way that you could do this. It's more, it makes more sense. It's less labor intention and it's done by this group and they're helping me. So I get to help you. It's almost like pass it on. And doing that, again, the connection with whole cities they were able to bring me in major seeds, high mowing seeds, or organic seed company is one of the ones that they brought me access to. So I was able to get these seeds from whole cities and like 50 farmers got to benefit from just that coming in because I had them for me, but I also passed it on and showed them how they could do that. So Whole cities, again, they stuck with me and helping me to put it together to implement. See, it wasn't just here's the technical assistance. They helped me to implement real life. It wasn't just a paper and it wasn't just say, here's a, here's a little money. You got 20 pages of paperwork you got to do. It was simple. It was easy. It was boots on the ground, not sitting at the desk writing and making the reports and the numbers to mix. It was so much more than that. And that too started me now, you know, eight years later to be the largest urban farm in the state of Mississippi to do over 5,000 pounds a week of food, local food going out to the citizens of this state, not just in the city of Jackson, but throughout the state. So if it was not for Whole Cities Foundation, I would have gotten where I am and probably further, but not nearly as fast. And the relationship is still there. I personally think Whole Cities Foundation, I mean, I don't know him personally, right? So I didn't know him from like this kind of professional perspective, but they're a godsend to us because they're awesome. This whole approach that they have, like saying, we're going to leave our offices, our city, our state, and work in collaborations with community partners all over the country is awesome. And then also wanting to meet people that are applying to some of their grants is cool to me. Because for me, it's saying like, hey, you know, we're really interested and we want to hear what you have to say and what you are trying to bring to the community. That says a lot to me. So I'm very humbled and thankful 
a foundation like Host Cities Foundation that goes, I would say, far beyond the call of duty to say, hey, look, we want to help people and let's go to where the needs are and see what people are saying, you know? And so something like, well, look, we're filling out this application online and submitting it. And then we just wait around to hear to see what they think about us. So in that respect, I think it's awesome. Definitely needed in a lot more communities. I hope they, at some point, get the resources they need to kind of expand their mission even further out. When local leaders are supported to expand food access within their communities, it often has a ripple effect that reaches beyond just providing fresh and healthy food. Resources, people can come to a space close by and meet the people that's actually growing their food. People can come to a space close by and speak to the herbalists about how food is medicine and how they can create their own natural remedies from the herbs that they're getting from the garden. They can learn about how to cook Swiss chard. They can also come and just be communal and just talk and hang out, you know? So, and it's something that regardless of your, your cultural experience, your age, it's something that everyone can participate in. And so food is a social act. It brings people together. And we are able to see how community is formed in this space from this unifier we call food. So three of my farmers that's on farm now that's still been with me since the beginning, I now lease them an acre of land for $1. Leasing for a dollar is the key because they now are land renters, which qualify them to meet the qualifications for USDA. And the part that we do together and the other part of this is that we do everything together as a unit. My farm is our farm. It's not mine. So when we do one high tunnel and we now have nine, we do all of them. When we plant one field, we plant all of the fields and we do it together and we harvest together. So our whole community, not just this farm, but because of whole city, this whole community in West Jackson has been impacted forever and a positive way of building and doing some things. So I couldn't say enough about the impact that whole city has had for the farm and the community overall. And it's something that we can measure, not just talk about it, you can see it and they live it every day. Backing local efforts to increase healthy food access isn't just an endeavor worth supporting. It's a way to ensure everybody has a seat at the fresh and healthy food table. We know the strongest solutions are homegrown, and it's our honor to support grassroots organizations that are defining what food access looks like for their neighborhood. If our approach gets you excited or changes the way you think about healthy food access in your community, we'd love to stay in touch. You can sign up for our newsletter at wholecitiesfoundation.org. From our team at Whole Cities, thanks for joining us and be well.